Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow, I really am fucking stupid. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network, here to usurp your pancakes. Louis Cannon, and I am joined, as always, with the usurping Baco. How are you, sir? I am ready to take the throne, Luce. Uh, a little wet on this side. Uh, I don't know if you heard any of that commotion. I, I just kind of stepped on my headphone cable, uh, jacked the uh, Pro Tools interface across my desk, knocked over my <laughs> freshly opened beer, and uh, I kind of I got a little wet, but it's not as bad as I thought. Nothing important got hit, so I'm, I'm kind of well, standing on a damp towel, getting ready to to take the throne, as I just said. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> how are yeah, you? So, <laughs> I'm good. I, I figured we, we would uh, start with some some small talk. So, uh, you know, uh, what did you have for dinner tonight? Um, uh, tomato bisque soup with uh, grilled cheese. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. And uh, what are you wearing? Uh, you're not going to believe it. Uh, you're wearing your, uh, <laughs> your uh, hold on. Are you wearing your, uh, what is it, the New York Groove shirt? I am wearing the New York oh, Groove t-shirt. And here's God. the weird thing is that I, I, I just, you know, when I got undressed from work, took my work clothes off. That was the t-shirt sitting on top. No thought, just grabbed it, put it on. And I'm wearing I'm wet sure jeans. We're... Okay. Uh, and, oh, and wet jeans? Beer soaked, yes. Excellent, excellent. That goes to one of the things we're going to talk about, the... Uh, I get wet. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get this party started. Uh, I am wearing uh, black sweats with a, uh, <laughs> a a white stripe going down the side of uh, my leg, as well as a, a long uh, uh, thermal thermal uh, long sleeve shirt, just in case you were wondering. And free balling, of course. Okay, you well, too. So, so 2018 is going to be the year of fashion on Cobras and Fire. It sounds like. <sighs> Oh, absolutely. Uh, Drink. Drink. <laughs> All right. Well, um, 
All right, I just got my drink out of the way. Well, as you know, Luz, January was kind of a uh, big month for us. A good start to 2018 since we're talking about that. Um, we had uh, the, the part one and two of the Megadeth episode. Hopefully we'll get oh, three yeah. going. <laughs> we, should say, we should say this is not part three yeah. tonight. We, uh, we apologize. We have not been able to get together again with uh, Joey Haney. So <laughs> we're we not no sure facts. when it's coming, but no, it is in the works. Hey, you know what? Uh, Savor, let the first two savor, you know what I mean? Uh, Marinate a a little bit. Uh, We had three interviews kicking off the uh, first of the year with uh, Bruce Kulik, the return of the Kulik. I caught up with him in uh, um, Treasure Island Casino. Ron Keel was kind enough to give me some of his time uh, just before the Vinnie Vincent Expo that he was appearing at. And, of course, we just about a week ago, we had the Charlie Benante interview fall into our laps, and uh, that one was uh, a, a pretty successful, you know, mover as far as we go and we had the vinnie vincent expo recap which a lot of people loved even though we weren't there (laughs) (laughs) with all the success we had this month and and the way we kicking off 2008 really strong you know we're going into our fourth year loose and it's just it's been a while since we kind of stopped and you know actually gave some thanks to people some people that we might want to call cobras on fire We've had a lot of support from good people out there, and I think it's just time to, to mention some of that. And it has been a while since we've flat out just, you know, given some straight-up thank you to Chris and Aaron over at Decibel Geek. From the beginning, you know, they helped bring our civil union together. And, uh, yes, my, the first man I met online uh, in, uh, in a heterosexual way. In a anyway. heterosexual way. Uh, yeah, and they've also been very supportive, had our back a lot of times. Uh, they're Tons great. of name checks. Yeah. Tons of name checks on the show in the mm-hmm. last, like, six months, too. On... You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that is really appreciated. And it's a great resource to have, but they're also good guys. Uh, we got to meet him in Nashville, obviously, this last year. A lot of and a lot of stuff that happened last year. You know, all that stuff happens because of the first domino, and in our case, it's, it's those two. And so, if you're listening to this show, there's pretty much no chance you aren't already a fan. But if you're not, check right. it out, Decibel Geek. Um, of course, the listeners uh, that that have shared the, the episodes commented on Facebook, sent us messages, given us shit. Anybody that contributed to any of our crowdfunders, obviously, <laughs> we got more of that coming up. Um, we're going to have a Bias a Beer program. We'll be rolling out in a couple weeks, a month, or something like that. So look for we'll that We'll explain soon. more later. Yep. Um, and if you could, give us a rating on the Facebook page, on iTunes, anything you can to help out the show. Um, like our page on Facebook. What Do you have anything to chime in with there, Luz? I mean, with the announcement of Rockin' in Pods Round 2 at a new venue, um, definitely probably some new, a lot of new guests and everything. It just, just reminded me to say thanks. It says, since that get-together, we have had Eric Miller of Pods and Sods on and obviously Craig Smith on there too. Um, definitely check out their 12 Days of Kissmas. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this year. Apparently, it's their last one. But yeah, maybe yeah. Not. And then we got Joey at Rock Strikes 10, um, Toomey, you know, the great Toomey that uh, I am not ducking you. I'm just never invited to the party. <laughs> but but in short, I just want to say the greatest thing about starting this podcast is the fact that there is a community. Nobody's competing against each other as far as the people that we've interacted with. And it's just, you know, it's just basically a team you know everybody gets more fans from from others and guesting on other shows and it's just been a great community 
wouldn't you say? Agreed. And uh, I think also at this point now we've proven if we if we actually said thank you as much as we should, our show would not be very entertaining. But definitely thank you to everybody. <laughs> uh, and keep up. You know, obviously you have our support as well. And uh, especially the listeners, thank you. And, yeah, exactly. And if we didn't mention you, it's just because we're, we're never prepared. And that's why we really don't do this, uh, this little segment before. But, uh, yeah, so enough with the love because we are never really this nice. We're just going to yeah. end yelling at each other. Yep, let's, uh, let's get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to talk about first? You, I, you know what? I think that, that we're going to have a lot of little segments here today. Why don't we kick it off with some new music for 2018? What do you say? Absolutely. Drink. What do you got for us? Uh, I think I'm going to feature Red Sun Rising with Death Wish. Life is fading by the slow, it chills us to the wave, it feeds me to the bone, and it's alright, unless you feel you're too late. Make up your gods and- 
belong to each other tonight In a world that looks for a fight Got a death wish closing our eyes Going all the way back to one of the, the beginning uh, episodes of the show, Reds and Rhymes, and definitely some of the, the new blood, and oh. they're on the North, Northern Invasion lineup. Yeah, they're right? back. They're they're on there, and they got a new album coming out here, I think, in March or April. But uh, yeah, March the songs, 30th, I, I believe. So yeah, so I, I don't know. It's slightly different, but it kind of evolves throughout. What, what's kind of your opinion? Well, I saw the video, and their haircuts are not sitting well with me. Um, <laughs> I didn't like them either. <laughs> I like Let's the get song. past the haircuts. I, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to hear the rest of the record. It's a good song. I, I really like the second half where they almost get kind of Beatles-esque with it. Right. Um, but it it just it doesn't sound like a lead single. I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? It just doesn't pop or grab you. But maybe they're just trying something a little different. I don't know. It, it grew on me after a couple of listens, too. So Agreed. I, I do not think it's a perfect uh, choice for a lead single. I think it's, an a- it's a great album track. I can see it yeah. well within the body of work. But it's, uh, you know, usually a lead single is like a three and a half tight regular verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo, repeat. Right? Yeah. Those that don't know that much about them, uh, Polyester Zeal. Check out that last album. Got a little Alice in Chains flavor on a couple tracks, but it's, it's a little over the place. First yeah. half is extremely strong. But uh, let's go into it. I heard you had a game for me. I'm excited. Well, let me uh, lead into the game a little bit. I, you remember I went and saw Black Veil Brides in concert? You know, one of our favorite bands. <sighs> I, there's there's something just completely manufactured about that band. In, 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 I think I know what it is. It's that they're completely manufactured as a band. <laughs> I remember at one point, Nikki Six said, these guys are, you know, an example of what rock should be. And I, I can only imagine he never heard their music. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> just saw pictures. They're little, Nick, they're little Nikki Sixes. <laughs> well, I, I have a little short story to share of my concert experience. Um, I was credentialed through asking Alexandra, who made it clear that if I was going to shoot Black Veil Brides, who was actually, there was kind of a coal headlining thing, but Black Veil Brides was last, that I would need to get credentialed through them. So I did reach out to them th- on three occasions and never heard anything back. Not, not, I, I'm just like, if I'm going to be there, I'm, I'll, I'm happy to include you in my coverage. So I show up to the venue and I get my photo credential and it's it has both logos on it. It's not unheard of, as you know. I've shown up to a show to have credentials that I never knew I got approved from one of the other bands that were there, and so I'll have like you know doubled up credentials or something like that. Sure. Uh, uh, so I figured, well, maybe I did get credentialed and they just never got back to me. Uh, so, and I ran into a photographer friend that I see at a lot of these shows. He's a little more big time. And so I knew he'd be covering both shows. And of course he had the same pass. So I asked him about it. He says, no, this is for both bands. So, uh, we both go up during Blackville Brides and start shooting. And about midway through the first song, we both are escorted out of the photo pit. Um, really? I didn't pursue it beyond then. You know, it's loud. There's, you can't really have a conversation with the guy kicking you out. And I, you know, I, I, I shoot at this venue a lot, so I didn't want to turn it into a scene, especially over that band. So, but, I, but, but Baco, right, right there. This is what I, what I don't understand about the whole credential bullshit when you're at a show. You, you are there working for free tickets for publicity. For the band, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, you're going to write an article, and 
uh, a lot of these people don't even write articles. They get freebie tickets. They don't write the article. They do this. That's what I don't understand. It's free publicity. Yeah. Some are better than others is the short answer there. Some people give a crap about their job. Sometimes I walk up to Target and I put my thing on the belt and the, and the person's like, <laughs> hey, uh, how can I help you? Or you walk into a McDonald's and it's like, can I take your order? And sometimes you go in and the person just stares at you waiting for you to shout their order, your order at them. Why? <laughs> Is it training? Is it not caring? It's the same thing. It's just some people are very good at this and understand what the role is, uh, and some people are very not good at it, <laughs> I guess. But so anyway, I wrapped up the I wrapped up the whole show. Black Veil Brides. I thought you did a good job playing live. If people are into what you were doing, you you delivered a good show, and you clearly had a good fan uh, attendance that night. I would have said nice things about you. Instead, I didn't say anything other than also appearing where Black Veil brides when you reviewed Al- asking I, Alexandria. yes i have a four paragraph review of asking alexandria who opened for you <laughs> so see what i'm talking about yeah. it makes no sense and all because <sighs> you just can't answer a fucking email anyway with that in mind it inspired a game show loose are you ready to play oh yes the name of the game is black veil bride or black veil lie and here's how we play you get, I read you a lyric, and you have to, to tell me if it's an actual Black Veil Bride lyric or a lyric that I made up for comedic purposes. Our contestant on today's show, hailing from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado, home of the 1992 Denver Nuggets, who were the first eight seed to upset a one seed in the NBA playoffs, we have <laughs> Luce Cannon. Luce, how are you today? I'll take potpourri for 500. All right. Luz, did you understand the game rules? And uh, as there's such, and are you ready to play Black Veil Bride or Black Veil Lie? Here we go. On leather wings, rose from the streets with our hands on destiny. Okay. Is that a bride or a lie? That's a bride. All right. That's All an right. excellent lyrics. What's the name of that song? Okay. No, I'm not going to be able to you answer that even, at even all. Know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Next. <laughs> when you are lonely, words are holy, a deadly grip on lies. That's a lie. Are you fucking kidding me? What a terrible band. Keep going. Concrete heart on angel's wings, turning down a shallow path. Yeah, this sounds like something you wrote uh, along with uh, uh, Give It to Her Like a Ram when you were 17. So, that song. That's a lie. Boom! I knew it! I knew that was from the old old Baco playlist. Go ahead. Wine and vinegar stains the blood. Reach out for the forbidden fruit. Doesn't even rhyme. That's a lie. (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty good. What's my score so far? Two to two. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's like my uh, my uh, high school average. <laughs> Pain and agony, one in the same. Dirty angels falling from grace. That's definitely a, a bride. <laughs> Fuck! This is a very difficult game because all these lyrics are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we're halfway through. Um, bride or lie? Can you sing them? Can you sing them? That might make it better. Do a I'll try one uh, where I'm singing. The dreams you talk about now left on broken skin. Here lies hysteria. Here lies hysteria. 
Hmm. Man. Lie. Fuck! I hate this game. Three and three. We got four left for you to actually get a point. Okay. Broken streets, hearts will glow. Cannot stop the panic from below. That's real. That's a bride. You know, this is the whole thing, like, multiple choice, if there's ten, uh, maybe I should just keep saying bride and just, like, the same thing, like a true and false. All right, yeah. we got two left, Luce. We Go blaze ahead. the trail they burn, a simple lesson bride. learned. Bride! Bride. I am the sanctuary. Bride. I knew it. All I know is when you say blazed, that's a very powerful word. Mm -hmm. That's something that a bride would say. It's got the same first letter. That's a bride. All right, you got four right. And f wait, am I missing one here? Oh, yeah. You got four right and four wrong with two left to go. You ready? Yep. Trouble for the unborn ones. Decay will stop the aging faith. God, these are horrible. Um. It's amazing that you can write lyrics just as terrible as theirs. Uh, I don't think it's that amazing. All right, so we got one left. This is your chance to even the score and at least go home with nothing. This, this, that, but before you do that, essentially all these lyrics you've told me is a man sitting down with a thesaurus and just, just putting things together. There, there, I, did you use a thesaurus for this? No. <laughs> what did you do? Did you just sit there? I, I want to hear. I want to. I'll break that down process. when we're done here. We got one left. Oh, you ready? Okay. Go ahead. Fine. Follow the morning star, a light when darkness fell. The passion left unholy. Now you find yourself. That is a bride because they covered unholy by kiss and it was horrible. That is a bride. Yes, yes, yes. What was my score? Well, you end up with a zero, but five right, five wrong. <laughs> Why'd they end up with a zero? Well, you go up one, go down one. It's even. You lose a point for the wrong ones. You get one right. Well, we are better at math than others. If you want to just not count the negative ones, you got five out of ten. Okay. That was a fun game, Baco, I got to tell you. But I want to know the creative process, how you can... Because these lyrics, Jesus Chrysler lyrics... Baco's band are much better than those. <laughs> so how did you, you know, as an artist, as a musician, as a podcaster, a creative soul, how did you, you know, go deep and pull that complete horseshit out to, 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 to match the output of Black Veil Brides? Please <laughs> tell me. Just come up with two to three lines of gibberish that don't mean anything, but sound like you're saying something. That's the secret. You know, so. you know th that whole thesaurus uh, comment, I actually, the first time I ever heard that, and I don't know if you ever have heard this interview, but I remember years ago I saw uh, some Blabbermouth article they had, Rob Halford. They asked, how would you come up with the lyrics for the latest album? What was the last album they had? Do you remember the name of it? Whatever it was. Oh, uh, was, like was there one ago. after the Nostradamus one? I don't recall. Yeah, I've, it was like three or four years ago. But anyway, he goes, he basically, and I can't do Rob Halford. You do a much better impression. But essentially, he said, at this point, I've I've almost ran out of words to use. So I do get a thesaurus <laughs> and just uh. go through it, grab a word, and that's the inspiration for coming up with, uh, coming up with a, a line is it's based on that, that word. And that, that new song that people like, what is it called? Like Fireball or Fire... 
something. Something. You know yeah. what it even is? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what it is. It's it is exactly. Listen to it and think of a, a man looking at a thesaurus. Hello, you've reached Rob Halford. This is he, part of the metal community. How can I help Rob. you? Oh, is this a voicemail or is this actually Rob Halford? This is Rob Halford, part of the metal community. <laughs> All right. Well, I just had a, a question for you. Um, How can I'm I help you, think... son? You've, you've, I'm trying to... The metal community is there for you. <laughs> Thank you. Heard you had a new album come out. Uh, is coming out. So, do you currently have your thesaurus on you? Is it strapped onto your side, your hip? Well, as a member of the metal community, I do not leave anywhere without my thesaurus. <laughs> is it under your huge seventy-pound leather coat that you uh, hunch over on stage and, and and sweat profusely? Is that where it's in one of the inner pockets? It's funny you ask. If you look on the inside of the coat, you can see finely printed is an entire thesaurus. On the whole lining <laughs> of the coat. Oh, the line you just open up like a flasher and you've got nothing but words? Precisely. Okay. Well, can you give me... Would you like some a, tea? I don't want any tea, but I do want... Can you give me another word for usurp? Usurp. Um, hold on. That's on the back side of my jacket. <laughs> you know, I was okay. given this jacket from a member of the metal community. Okay. Good. Excellent. Um, well, oh, by the way, has has your has the new guy in the band brought some new life to, to Judas back to Judas Priest? Because uh, I've never heard you say that before. Richie has brought a new life to Judas Priest, <laughs> and we are ready to go back out 
and stake our claim and usurp the throne of the metal community. <laughs> okay, fine. But what's another word you could use? Let's say if you had a lyrics, you're coming up with new lyrics. You know what I mean? So obviously you need to use words like usurp. By the way, what rhymes with usurp? Not annex, which is another word you could use. Okay. Are you, are you, uh, is that actually in your jacket or are you typing in? It is in right the left breast, uh, right above preempt and supplant. Okay. Like takeover, would that be another word maybe? Or, uh, uh, I don't know. You know you what? You could Rob? elbow in if you wanted to. We know how okay. to elbow <laughs> in in the metal community. <laughs> elbow in? Yes. How about another word? Can you give me another word for? Uh, I'm happy to have helped you, but I must. Li- I must tell you, I have to go. I've enjoyed our chat, but I'm due for my daily full body shaving. Ta ta. Bye bye now. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Rob. Thank you. You know, Baco. Why don't you kind of summarize? You know, we're over 100 episodes. What is this podcast based on? What is our mission statement? What are we trying to do for the world? Um, well, we're trying to basically help people um, avoid pitfalls that we deem unnecessary such as musicians we I mean the first the first show was oh uh, silly band names or something like that where we gave them yeah a- great great bands great bands with silly names new bands we want you to discover but we're here to help we're here to provide a service we're here to improve our fellow man as a species. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I love that because if you go back to that episode, that right away it was just like we're clearly not the same people. It's like I actually think crud is a good name for a man. <laughs> and I, I gotta tell you, and too, we've carried you on back, that tradition. So <laughs> I know we're, we're much more subdued back then. I think we've yeah. slowly uh, lost it a bit. Like even going back to the use your illusion, uh, purge your illusion, I should say, we're much more calm. It was it was interesting. I almost had like a, a very uh, very mellow way of delivering the the goods you know what i'm saying yeah we're a new we're a different animal now loose but anyway back to your point we're here to help we're here to help so i have a question so right these now, co- let's call them cobra hacks done cobra hacks we'll have more on every episode it'll be a recurring theme no it won't because we never we never pay attention no. <laughs> we never go back to recurring themes but but we'll try so here's so i'll give you a couple hacks today now i am currently Wearing some some headphones, not not earbuds. Now, what what do you what is your thought on earbuds? Uh, you when you get them out of the package, you just immediately dump them in the garbage and never use them for anything. <laughs> I thought you told me you flush them down the toilet. You can flush them down the toilet, however you want to do it. Just get rid of them. Don't you don't want to risk ever needing to actually use them. So, <laughs> so when you get a new phone and you unbox it, you immediately like throw them out the window. What do you do? Oh yeah, I mean on the on the drive home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even so, give them to Goodwill. That's just mean. <laughs> so I'm wearing, a, you know, a set of cans. What do you call? What do you call the over-the-ear ones? What do you like to call them? <laughs> Headphones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've got a set of white cans. Yeah, on that's my head. the industry term, cans. <laughs> cans. And only one one ear is working. My left ear. I have had these white cans for only three weeks, and now only the left ear works. Huh. I bought them on Amazon. Can I tell you a hack? Yeah. Fuck your warranties. This is all you need to do, folks. Okay? You buy something on Amazon, all you need to do is buy the same damn thing, have it show up in two days, put the broken one in there, send it back, Amazon refunds you. 
You got that? Have you ever done this? Um, not that specific, no. Okay. Would I ever do this to a mom and pop store? No. But let me just tell you, you may be thinking that is a horrible thing to do. It actually does not hurt Amazon. Now, before I uh, entered the podcast community, I actually had uh, a business where I had to deal with a lot of retailers. Have you ever heard of a damage allowance? Yes. Ever heard this term? Yep. Really? Okay. What is it? Describe it. Well, it's basically when you work with another company that's going to handle distribution, um, they are basically saying there's a certain percentage of sales they are not going to give you, correct? Uh, With the idea that that's going to cover any returns they may have to deal with for you. Whether that's that's zero or 10, they're charging you for it. Right. So basically, if you work out a price, let's say it's that they work out a deal for 100 bucks. Amazon will say, we want a 5% damage allowance. So in other words, they're only going to pay you $95 per unit on the invoice. They expect to get 5% returns back. Why do they do that? Because they know they're not going to get 5% returns back. When my headphones go back to Jeff Bezos's warehouse, they chuck them in a fucking dumpster and they laugh because they're only getting 1% back. Amazon's not hurt. The actual person that's selling it to them is not hurt. So fuck warranties. Buy it new, send the bad one back. And you know what? I've even done it where I sent an empty box back as an experiment. And they still refunded me. You got it? They don't care. They're swimming in money. So people, you got a bad product? Do exactly that. That's hack number one. Do you have any feedback on that? Uh, No, that's pretty clear. Next, you want? I'll I'll just do two this time, and I'll I'll save another one for another show. You ready? Yeah, here we go. Do you want me to stop the hacks and go into a song? Uh, let's uh, do your hack and go into a song. You know, maybe I'll just say, I'll just do this. This one's really fast. This one is brilliant. Okay, I read this in, uh, I don't know, one of those like top 30 hacks posts you kind of see on Facebook and you click on. Now, tell me if you've heard this one. You buy, uh, you know those Visa um, <clears throat> or MasterCard preloaded cards you, you get where you can use it towards anything? You get them for like gift cards, but they're not like gift cards. They're actually a Visa card. Yeah, I get it. Okay. All right. So if you get one of those and let's say it's for 30 bucks, use all of it and take it down to zero. Now that card has no information about you at all. It's, you know, it's kind of like a burner cell phone, no trace of who it's from. Now take that with you the next time you go on a flight, an empty card, hand it to the actual, you know, the, the uh, stewardess. And order whatever. Order three beers, four beers, whatever you want to get. They smile at you. They slide it. And then they give you your beer. Here's the thing. When they're up there in the sky, it's act- they're actually not running the cards. It's entering in that little machine that uh, they have. Oh, then, they plug- then, they, th- then they plug it in when you land. And they'll realize that charge got declined. And guess what? There's no trace. There's no name. There's no nothing. I have had free drinks on for the last two years with the same card. Uh, yeah, this show's taking a dark turn, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the asshole paying cash for my beers on the plane.
drinking? Is it Budweiser? <laughs> it's Coors Light tonight, baby. I am drinking a full sale IPA, which means I'm a full asshole. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. That's a nice asshole beer. Tasty. Imagine, imagine that our fans can actually purchase a variety, right? Yeah, like mine I, I, or it'll yours. be interesting when we get this rolled out. Like what they will select. Maybe they'll make you like uh, drink like uh, like Natty Ice Light, and I'll have to drink <laughs> some snooty, you know, uh, Cottontail IPA. I don't know. <laughs> Cottontail. All right. Yeah, you got a swamp monster lager. I I know that you don't like to to talk about specifics and everything. And and just understand here, a little little bit uh, behind the curtain, there's a lot of discussion. Even something with this kind of thing, there's a lot of debating back and forth before Mm. it it comes to uh, fruition. Wouldn't you say? Sure. I want it to be successful. You want it to be complicated. (laughs) Moving on. Let's talk about some... (laughs) Let's talk about some something that uh, or somebody that I never thought we would actually bring up on the show. But it, it kind of, you know, I, I'm surprised actually he hasn't come up earlier because he is yeah. a, uh, I guess he's he's good source material, and that is Andrew W K. Party 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 party. <laughs> Hard. So hard. <laughs> first first, qu- first question. Uh, for you, did you own the album, the eloquently uh, titled and uh, covered in blood album, I Get Wet? No, but I, I couldn't believe how much I hated it when I heard it because the the first review I saw on him and that record was, this record is for fans of Kiss and Slayer. And I'm like, Ooh. boom. And then, yeah, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck wrote that, where they came up with this is anything like either one of those bands. Do you even remember where you read that? Yeah, that was in Maxim magazine. Fucking Maxim. But yeah, it absolutely does not (laughs) sound like either of those bands. But okay, in short, let's just, we're going to do Analyze WK real quick. You ready? Okay. All right. First, what is your opinion on men that wear white jeans? Well, our uh, Andrew WK no. is actually white or just really fucking bleached and faded. All right, fine. But listen to me. The uh, other part is, but he combines it with a white T-shirt, mm-hmm. but not, not a white T-shirt that's uh Looks like nice, he spilled something- coffee every morning on it. You know? <laughs> that's right. It looks, it looks like that, that one T-shirt that you wear is an undershirt that you've had for like nine years and it's pit stains. Do you know he just stuff. did a speaking tour like last year? He came through here, I know. That, that's what I'm going to get into. Oh, guys, okay. Such a, such a curiosity. Now, I looked this up because he actually has some new music coming out, and he's actually, because uh, I've seen him inexplicably, uh, that's a big word, like usurp, um, <laughs> you know, or out there. Gymnasium. On, I think last year he was on Fest 2, or at least this year I saw him on a bunch. The Northern Invasion is one of them, yep. right? We'll be seeing him okay. in May. And I was like. He'll get uh, wet with us. <laughs> So first off, the uh, when I bought, I got this album too because I kind of had the, the hype. What, whoever was a publicist for this guy nailed it. That guy was not somebody that we were talking about. That listen, that publicist publishes your articles, yeah. lets you have credentials, and lets you promote their product. But this guy, first off, album title, I get wet. Still don't understand it. Maybe it's because he sweats a lot. Maybe it's a like drug a reference. Kiefer. It is. Oh, it is. That's my uh, my understanding now. Uh, Maybe Fact Bastard, uh, one of the two of the Fact Bastards can chime in and correct Joy. me on that. Um, Joy on but it. then uh, it's also uh, like wet work is killing people, too. 
Hmm. Interesting. All right. So the album cover is him being punched in the face. <laughs> yes. Bloody. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is which there is which is to albums. me, I think pretty much the guy whoever wrote that review. That was all he said. So I was like, Gene spits blood. Slayer has a song called Raining Blood. Kiss Slayer. <laughs> this guy's got a bloody nose. Maybe Gene spit blood on him or he got rained on blood at a Slayer concert. I don't know. <laughs> that, yeah, I think that, that that might have been some of the mathematicians we'll talk about in just a moment. What do you think? The, that kind of math. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be getting into that soon. But, but no, you, you've got that cover. There's only a couple covers that completely made me feel exactly uh, how I felt after uh, my my $13 was, was parted from me, and that was the, the product I got in return. Absolutely felt like I got punched in the face. The other album that made me feel the same way that displayed my feeling was Van Halen 3, where you got that, that guy that easy, guy's easy smacked. No, Van Halen 3. He's getting, he's getting, Tread he has lightly, a, buddy. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? You like that album? I do like that record. Oh, that is nothing but a cut and paste of Eddie Van Halen masturbatory Random chords with, and I like Gary Sharon. I like Gary Sharon. I, I loved uh, Porno Graffiti. Not as much as and, me, apparently. Oh, what are you talking about? I, I, I love does, it. Does I it, think Van Halen Three is a decent record. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I like how you endorse it as a decent record. It's not. What was a song? Yeah. It's what was a like, single though? It's more like Van Halen Three. Not that bad. <laughs> That's right. He's going on record. You've really gone on a limb. You've called Van Three. Not that bad. Well, anyway, <laughs> me. It's a big. It's a big fucking cannonball in the gut. Like the. Uh, yeah, like the I know where you're but going. Going, there. going back to this. How many albums? Realize I get wet. Came out in 2001. How many albums do you think Andrew WK has had since that time? Oh well, as far as I know, zero. <laughs> you would be incorrect. He's I had five. Five albums have come out since that time. Yeah, so I pulled up his discography on Spotify, and first off, every album cover except for one is a variant of his face. He has one called The Wolf, which is the same cover except he's not, he's healed from his wounds from the, the first album, and he's looking sideways. The next one, I believe, what's the next one on that list? I don't Close calls with brick walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same. It's the same thing. He's, he's in his same outfit. What's after that? 55 Cadillac. Okay, 55 Cadillac. I said, oh, this, this cover's a little different. I might be interested in this album just to see what's going on. It's him in a car. He's looking sideways, but he's actually in a car. So it's a different album cover. So it had eight tracks. I'm like, that's, that's not that many tracks or seven. And I hit play. It's an entire album of piano instrumentals. <laughs> Start to finish. No lyrics. There's a, it's an entire thing. He's an onion, Luce. Every a lot, a lot of, of layers. layers, yeah, a lot of layers, and it's all covered in white jeans. Yes. What's the, what's the? Uh, do you know anything more about his speaking tours or not? No, or I almost like, went, but I'm like, well, do I really want to go? And then I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, but the other thing is, is that you know, obviously the joke is that he has like three songs with "Party" in the title on his first album. This continues. If you look at the thing, he is like the ace, the ACDC of of "Party." Instead of balls or rock, this guy has at least ten to twelve songs with "Party" in the title in his discography. How great is that? But do you have anything else to say? Party, 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 party. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play a new song that actually is pretty good. And I'll say it's not that the bar is very low, but this is definitely my favorite Andrew WK song because it is uh I would give it the rating of uh give me a rating of Van Halen three again. Not that bad. 
just had our Vinnie Vincent episode a couple back where we kind of recapped. We did. We, 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 we recapped the expo that neither you or I could be bothered to actually attend. <laughs> but, of course, the uh, the mothership was there, Chris and Aaron at Decibel Geek. And uh, they did their own show recap that was a little more, well, let's just call it first-hand eyewitness accounts as opposed to through phones going vertical. Uh, and during their recap, Aaron had a comment uh, about... He mentioned that the, the guys from Three Sides of the Coin, uh, another KISS podcast, and they had their own table there uh, and were making some noise and causing some commotion during Vinny's Q&A. And he just commented that he thought that was a dick move, all things considered. He didn't take it further than that. And Mark Cicchini, one of the hosts of Three Sides of the Coin, took to Facebook to respond to Aaron's remarks. All right, so you have the screenshots of the response with Three Sides of Coin from Aaron's comment. Is that correct? Correct. This is from the Three Sides of the Coin Facebook page, and this comment is directly from Mark Cicchini, one of the three hosts. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Yep. Okay. Uh, It starts off with pathetic equals accusing others of action with no proof, and then in your favorite parentheses, because the said accusation never happened, then while (laughs) trying to usurp our audience while they publicly lie to theirs. Now, of course, is usurp the right word there, Luce? <laughs> let, me, let me look it up because I have not a thesaurus, but a dictionary. Mm. So let's, let, let me look at this real quick. I don't think they have those in Michigan. Would you like me to tell you the, the definition of usurp? Yeah, yeah. What is the definition of usurp? Okay. But first off, I want to ask you a question before I give that definition. <laughs> have you ever used usurp? Uh, in conversation in your entire life. Earlier today when I was talking to my cat, uh, <laughs> he was trying to usurp my dinner. This is the only time I've used it. You ready? Yes. Uh, at breakfast. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, can you pass that over here? Pass what? Usurp. <laughs> I need to put it on my waffles. All right. What's the definition of usurp? Let's see if Mark right, Chikini used this right. Okay. All right. Usurp. This is the definition. Okay. Take a position of power or importance illegally or by force, such as Richard usurped the throne. Like a king or almost like a coup d'etat. Right. But isn't that, isn't the way they used it in the sentence kind of... He's trying to say... Like, it sounds like what he's trying to say is that they're trying to like piggyback off the, the massive three sides of the coin audience by starting shit. But what he actually said is that Three Sides of the Coin is going to, or our Decibel Geek is going to come in and take over Three Sides of the Coin and then turn it into Decibel Geek and all their followers come with. <laughs> in a throne? How seriously did these guys dick themselves? Maybe they sit on toilets while they podcast. That would explain why they never leave without editing. I think that's exactly right. The thrones, now that makes more sense. They're actually... <laughs> Because <laughs> because the show's like two hours. Maybe he did mean you, sir. Sinzak wants Chikini's toilet. <laughs> Can you imagine? They're just sitting there. That's why there's they, there's no editing. They're there for three hours. They're just talking and just fucking just dumping right there. Could you imagine <laughs> an episode of Three Sides of the Coin where they're just talking and all of a sudden Sinzak and Billy Hardaway come in and bum rush Chikini off his toilet and then take <laughs> over. <laughs> He continues, cowards equals introducing themselves to me. And in the parentheses that you love very much, I had no idea who they were. 
and telling me how much they love. Oh, by the way, he says the, but I'll give him a typo. They love our show only to later on say publicly how much they hate us. Really? Why? That's not really what Aaron said. So, Chikini, if you're not going to fucking take the time to actually listen to what was said and counterpoint actual quotes, then you're, you're losing me anyway. What do you got? Well, just the fact that I don't think that... Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't think... Sinzak uh, was going, I love you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we met there. We were hanging out for, for days and everything. There was not a single point where he, he gave us a man hug and says, I love you to anybody. He just says, like, he's just cool. I, he, he didn't I, do I that just, to you? I, I can't see that. He did it to me a couple times. Oh, he did, you motherfucker. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'll continue on here. Um, We will not be mentioning their names on this site. Why? Because that's what they want us to do. Usurping. Yes, yes. Um, And this is where I come in. It's like, you know what? What are you, five? It's not 1970 anymore. You know what? If you're going to call somebody out, call them out. How are they cowards? They said your name and called you out. You're the coward who's sitting there going, I'm not going to say their name because that's how they want. That's kind of the same thing as remember in like the 80s and 70s, you would see like a detergent and it would say it's better than brand X and brand Y. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't say the brand names. Now they just say the brand names. Yeah, they've just kind of gotten wrong? over it. It's like, fuck it. Yeah, the same thing. Just say the name of the show. Anyway, uh, I, he continues... I will be addressing this when we record today's show. And once again, I'm quoting Mark Cicchini from the Three Sides of the Coin Facebook page. A roll of quarters will be used <laughs> later on today, and a couple of douches will be called out, dot, 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 can't wait. So I have a prepared statement in response to Mark Cicchini's post on the Three Sides of the Coin Facebook page. Our interns have... Your interns have worked very hard on this, correct? Yeah, I haven't Many even drafts. read it yet. So. <laughs> okay. okay, so this is a blind read? Yeah, you know, but I'm good. I got this. Okay, go ahead. All right. So Mark Cicchini wants to call out a couple of douches at Decibel Geek, allegedly. Well, if that's true, he's got to go through me and then lose cannon. I, I hope you're cool with that. I, I really guess I didn't run that by you. So no, That's okay. fine. I cannot run him. You got some nerve, Chikini, if that really is your name. You know how many cheap shots Cobras on Fire has taken at three sides of the coin over the years? And not once did you refuse to mention us by name. Well, I'm not afraid to say your name, even though that's really all you want to usurp our audience. You say you got a roll of quarters? Well, I'm Coinstar, bitch, and I'm taking 10%. End of statement. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. Did you say? <laughs> did, you say <laughs> did you say? Did you say roll of quarters? Yes. Is that because they're the coin is in there? Is that like a term? Have you ever heard the term before? In street fights in the seventies in Michigan, <laughs> you, you put a you put a roll of quarters in your hand, and it makes it hurt more when you punch somebody in the face. Kind of like cheap brass knuckles. That's what I was going to say. So for it costs like five bucks, or what's what's a roll of quarters? Twenty of them? I think I think it's ten. I think okay. it's ten dollars, if I remember right. I, I, but, <laughs> okay, go, but go back. Like, saying like I'm gonna, 
going to roll the quarters and go after you. It sounds like something from like the 1920s where like somebody's going like, I got to roll quarters, broad. Yeah, like, like, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what you got? I got to roll the quarters. I'll get you. Hey, I mean, I, I, for me, it well, sounds like somebody who enjoys the music of Ted Nugent would say. It sounds like something a shirt tucker would say. It sounds like something like a 1920s pimp would say. Like, <laughs> it was like those early like, Mickey Rooney movies. Yeah. Hey, Bray. Yeah, I, hey, I, bro. I got say, better... Yeah, I'm going to roll a quarters in my hey. hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, Broad, yeah, you better get my money, because I got my, uh, I, I keep my roll of quarters strong. Those Weisenheimers. <laughs> Grammar and math, we are here to help. Weisenheimer <laughs> is misspelled on, like, at least, at least two, two posts. Versions. Yeah, yeah. It's not spelled with an E after an I. They're Maybe Jewish Weisenheimers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. They're it's, trying it's to keep the name. Anselmos away. There you go. I gave you one. Yeah, what about... <laughs> uh, what's the definition of a Weisenheimer? I don't know. Some smart cracking douchebag? I don't know. You sent it to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm it sorry. Smug. It means it means smog. Maybe we're Weisenheimers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Continue. Well, he carries on. Do we want to read the... I mean, it, this word vomit he keeps going with. All I can say is that he, he says he wasn't there and then offers specific... Uh, um, examples of what was happening while he wasn't there. I don't understand. How can he? He's like, I was in a cab on the way to the airport, and this is exactly what Michael was doing, and this is exactly what Tommy was doing. Well, how do you fucking know if you're? I tell you what. I tell you how he knows. He's lying. Vertical phone coverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he did throw that in there. He's like, there's video of it, and not one video shows what they're talking about. Um, I'll wait for the Decibel why, Geek response to clear that up. But why, why, would, why would Decibel Geek, why would Aaron ever, when has Aaron ever gone after anybody? Exactly. In, in I, mean, it, I mean, 300 episodes. Like, which is, I, I which is why we should be pissed off. We've been doing this for two fucking years, and, <laughs> and that. Fucking Weisenheimer Chikini hasn't stood out in the street with the roll of quarters coming for us, man. We've had we've had an entire show called Three Sides of a Shilling that had yes. Chris Sinzak that had Chris Sinzak on it, right? My God, yes. If you're gonna get mad, if you're gonna get mad, at Decibel Geek, go back three years. I, I will say the one positive thing that came about from this is that now. I'm always just going to picture Mark Cicchini sitting at his table while they record an episode, filling up one of those like red little paper sleeves with quarters that he's been saving in his pickup truck. He's just kind of like <laughs> tapping them in there, like so he can take them to the bank to turn them into you know his savings or something. So. Can you imagine him going to the bank? <laughs> like now, no banks. You walk in there, he's got like this fucking pint. I don't know. This big like milk jug full of money. It's, like a, <laughs> it's like, a Detroit Red Wings uh, popcorn bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a big gulp from Seven Eleven. A kiss, oh, a kiss, big, a kiss, big gulp from Seven Eleven. And he goes up there, and they're like, uh, "You would be at that bank for like a half hour." They give him this, "Sir, we don't accept this. Do you have a machine? No, we don't. Here's these sleeves." He's out there. <laughs> Out there like a like a ten year old just fucking filling it. Do they even have those anymore? Do they even have the sleeves? Is my point. I, I have no idea. I don't even. I don't even know. I remember there, you could buy them at like uh, 
you know, fucking Ben Franklin or something back in the day or no, wars. No, they, they do give them to you. They give them to Basically, if you come in with change to a bank now, they look at you like you're, you're, <laughs> you're the devil. But think about it. If you had $50 and the, the bank said, we will not take these until <laughs> you roll them up, you have to look at your, your, your situation there and be like, okay, Coinstar, it does take 10% or I ain't going to be here at this desk in this bank rolling Time is quarters. Money. Time is money. Take my 10% and move on. Yeah. Roll of quarters. I have not even seen a roll of quarters forever. It is amazing. That's a term. Well, maybe there's still an arcade in his neighborhood. I don't know. <laughs> he, he's up there, there fucking some... killing Miss Pac-Man. It's like, when is Chikini going to be done? You know what he needs he's to do? He's take playing Dig Dug. You got, you got kids complaining. Chikini's hogging up the dig dug. <laughs> this guy in the Ted Nugent tucked in shirt will not get off the fucking arcade game. Oh my god, that guy's just got to be so annoying at adult arcades, huh? Because you know, you can tell that that guy's an old school gamer. He can he can fucking play some Frogger. No, oh, he'll be on Donkey Kong <laughs> the next three hours. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. He knows. He knows the. He knows the value of a roll of quarters in a carcade. He's got the whole roll laid out of the centipede tabletop. Oh, roll of quarters and usurp! I don't care what the subject was about. Those two takeaways are enough for me. There was Vinnie Vincent involved somehow. I can't remember anymore. So three sides of the coin, man. That's uh, like I said, a very successful Kiss podcast. A lot of people listen to it. People listen to us right now may have checked it out. If not, they may want to now that we've got done <laughs> taking Mark Chikini out to dinner. It's very popular with bots. I've heard. Yes. Uh, yeah. You have. Uh, but- you've hammered that point home before. Yeah, but what what about uh, is it is it is it three sides of a coin or three sides of the coin? I always get that confused. Uh, I'm not really sure. Yeah, the uh. okay. What, what about three hours until they get to the point? <laughs> <laughs> That's a working title. Would you say working? It's a title. working title. Okay. What about uh, after the Vinnie Vincent Expo? Uh, two faces of a coin, and one of them now is Anonk. Oh man. <laughs> that's all I got yeah. you know um, it's interesting because up till now I always thought it was kind of odd because I believe Michael Brandfold is an ex-KISS employee like didn't he he ran do... KISS online or something like that he he started like a, I, I think the first KISS website KISS Otaku he's got some history with the band I went to that as, uh, then he mm-hmm. was like hired by the band at some point but I thought it was very odd that they never actually had uh, a member of Kiss on there. They got a pretty and big one. I got to thinking that now was at some point did they did they have Eddie Trunk on their show? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost <laughs> they? positive they did at one point. That's why they never came on. Oh. Okay. <laughs> until now. I uh, yeah. Until now. Until now. So why don't you mention that? Well, our boy Mark Cicchini, man, he uh, he locked up a little uh, Gene Simmons vault interview with him, so. Uh, I don't know. I sent it to you today. Did you watch much of it? I, I, I did. I did. Uh, Gene was actually didn't say the same uh, uh, 15 things he, he says. He talked about his ass hair. and uh, um, well, <laughs> It was a fun interview. <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was a fun interview. It's great. Yeah, and I'm Chikini glad had his shirt cost... tucked in nice. It's right, uh, very very formal, and I think that. Uh, and the, the good thing about it is is that that, that interview only cost two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh boy! Now, what? How many sides of a coin 
is three sides of a coin. How does that work, Paco? Please explain. I'm pretty sure they're counting the edge. Okay. What else do you got to say? Well, we do know that they're listening because that's what they want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Paco, I think you're completely correct. I mean, what people don't understand, what people don't realize is that our <laughs> show is not for everyone. Right? We are definitely not for everyone. And for the people that we're not for, head on over to threesidesofthecoin.com and download the latest episode and have fun. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Drink. Oh, yes. Work's not dead. It's hiding. And it's been usurped by a coin with three sides. <laughs>
three dudes talking about kiss and we won't edit out the part where we gotta get up and take a piss get up and take a piss three sides of the shilling to listen to one's probably drunk all the time three dudes talking kiss not eating tacos which one should you choose probably bacos choose one it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 